You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. On today's show, what to do if you're a woman having a midlife crisis. Stay tuned. I am Gloria Grace Rand, founder of The Love Method and author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Live, Love, Engage, how to stop doubting yourself and start being yourself. In this podcast, we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically so you can create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage. Namaste. I am Gloria Grace, spiritual alignment coach who works with women entrepreneurs to clear the inner blocks keeping you stuck so you can live the life you want now. And I am so glad to be here today for another edition of Live, Love, Engage. And if this is your first time watching live on social media or listening to this podcast on your favorite uh, platform like Apple or Spotify, welcome, welcome, welcome. And of course, if you're a regular subscriber, I'm also glad you're here. (laughs) So I'm excited about today's topic because this is something I was thinking about recently. And I think it's, uh, I think it's worthwhile subject uh, in particular. Well, let me just, let me just set the stage for you. So I was, I was thinking about this the other day that when I was growing up and even as an adult watching TV or going to the movies, every once in a while you would see the subject of a man going through a midlife crisis and they were either buying a fancy sports car or they were having an affair with a younger woman. And it got me thinking that the culture talks about this, about men having a midlife crisis, but I don't really recall seeing too much about women having a midlife crisis. And perhaps it's because I'm not sure that it's just one of these things that women just go through, but we don't make a big deal about it because it's just another thing that we go through. I don't know. Anyway, was was thinking about this and and wondering about it and and did some research about it. And there actually have been studies in in this, uh, on this subject. And it does show that women between the ages of 40 and 65 it, it's a really tumultuous time for, for us. Not only are we changes, you know, lovely things like menopause, but there's different family issues that come up. Kids, if you have kids, they're growing up, getting ready to leave the house, go off to college, or you could also be one of those sandwich generations where you have your parents. Now you're having to take care of your parents because they're getting older possible issues. And then dealing with losing family members, losing friends, and also work issues, whether you are a business owner or whether you are an employee, maybe you start feeling like you're you're not not fulfilled. And in fact, some of the signs of a midlife crisis for women is that you start feeling 
perhaps a little anxious, unhappy, not satisfied with what's going on in your life, you may have a lack of motivation for certain activities. And that sounds kind of icky, right? (laughs) Not necessarily something you want to be participating in. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing. That's, it's, it's a change. You know, they say that, you know, women go through the change of life and which men do too, actually. In fact, I believe I had, there was an episode of the podcast last year, I think, where I I interviewed uh, a couple and we talked about uh, menopause and, and the changes for both women and men. So check it out. I'll put a link to it in the show notes now that I think about it. So I will, I will do that. Anyway, it doesn't have to be bad because when things are going on like this, when you are going through changes and in your life, it gives you an opportunity to take a look at what's going on and really evaluate, are you being fulfilled? Are your needs being met? And if they are, great, awesome. (laughs) You know, that's fantastic. And if they're not, well, this gives you an opportunity to say, okay, I don't like what's happening here. What can I do to change? And this is an important point I want to bring up here is that you have the right to change your circumstances. You have the right to have your needs met in the way that you want them to be met. You have the right to exist the way you want to exist, to have the life that you want to live. And if you're not living that life, don't wait around for anybody else to change it for you. There's no fairy godmother that's going to come around and and say, you know, poof, here, here's the life you want. You have to take action. You do have to take action. So the first thing to do to master a midlife crisis is to acknowledge it. And, and that is, it's where you say, okay, what's going on? Things aren't perhaps the way I want them to be. What can I do? And then look at your life. Look at where you're spending your time. Look at where your energy is going and keep the things that are good and see if you can shift the others, replace them with different activities, perhaps. Look at things that are sucking the energy out of you and make some changes there. Make sure that you're taking care of your physical, mental, and emotional health. If you are suffering, if you find that you are unhappy a lot of the time, it might be if it gets to be too much where it shifts into depression, this is a time for you to consult your doctor. Go see a doctor. Talk to, well, first talk to your your general practitioner. Make sure that there's nothing physically wrong with you that could be contributing to the symptoms you might be feeling. And then if it's, if there's nothing physical, possibly talk with a mental health counselor or psychologist and get some support in this area. And here's the big thing is you don't have to be alone in this. So seeking help from a professional, wonderful. 
Also, make sure that you're in a community of other women that perhaps are going through the same thing you are so that you can talk about it, share with each other what's working, what's not working. You might be able to get some ideas from someone else. And if you're wondering where the heck can I find a community like this, I will tell you there are lots of places. Now, if you're in the United States, there uh, is a website called meetup.com. And you can go in there and search for local communities. You can search for online communities, search for women in midlife, (laughs) women over 40, and you will find groups that you can join, that you will be able to find a community. You can certainly go to social media, Facebook. There are lots uh, lots of groups that you can join as well. And in fact, I have a Facebook group that you're welcome to join as well. It's called the Soulful Women's Network. And I would love to have you there. And I I certainly will be there to support you. And and the rest of the the women in this group will as well, because I've got some awesome, awesome people in there. So if you, you can go to our our Facebook group, which is, uh, as I said, it's it's, uh, the Soulful Network. Soulful Women's Network. You can search for it on Facebook or go to bit.ly forward slash soul network and you'll be able to find it there. So now that you know how to master it, a lot of times what happens when you are facing this midlife crisis or this, this time in your life where you're faced with some changes. And and part of what happens too is that you may realize that what you've been doing for the longest time, it's not fulfilling you anymore. And I certainly went through this myself. And it was really, I think, the major catalyst for it was losing my sister to cancer. And that event really forced me to do some soul searching and figure out what the heck I wanted to do with my life. What did I want to do with my business? And it took me a while and it took me working with different coaches and uh, working with different healers and, and being in communities and doing some other things like meditating praying, journaling, to help me to finally see what it was I wanted to do with my life. And I have so grateful it for that. It was not necessarily the most pleasant experience to go through. And I will, I will be honest about that. Dealing with all of these things, it's not easy. It's not easy. And it takes some time and you're not alone. And as I said, even, even with a community and, and seeking help, but also know that God is on your side. God is with you. Even if you don't necessarily feel it at the time, that's why I encourage you to do things like meditate, to pray, to journal. When you do those types of things, it helps you to start clearing away the cobwebs, clearing away 
this emptiness that you feel, and it starts filling you back up with ideas, filling you back up with hope again, that you, giving you the opportunity to dream again. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll share from my, I was talking about this actually just yesterday with someone that a few years ago, I attended a conference and as part of it, they were leading you through this visualization journey to, to envision what you want your life to be. And as they're leading us through this visualization, I've got my eyes closed and they're asking me to, to dream about, you know, what do I want my life to look like? And as I'm sitting there, I think I even started to cry because my mind was blank. I couldn't think of anything. And that just made it even sadder <laughs> because I'm surrounded by hundreds, hundreds of people. And why am I coming up blank? Why was I unable to dream, to come up with a vision for what I wanted my life to be like? I guess it was, I was going through the dark night of the soul that people talk about. It passed. It passed. Because I was also at the same time doing things like meditating and journaling and praying and reading spiritual books and working with coaches. And I kept doing it. I kept, kept at it because there was a part of me that knew eventually <laughs> the fog would lift and I would start getting ideas. I would start imagining. And I did. It, it led me to different people and different events. In fact, it, I remember I got invited to attend a, uh, an event that dealt with uh, money manifesting and, and creating a vision board, a, a manifesting board about what you wanted. And just even creating a board like that helped me to start using my imagination. I know what happened. I'm realizing this now is that when you are grieving, and it can be anything, whether it's grieving, it, you could be grieving the loss of a, a loved one. You could be grieving the loss of a relationship. You could be grieving the loss of a job. It does cloud out the imagination. It does sort of put things on pause for a while because you get so immersed in that grief. So when you can start focusing on other things, and also sometimes I would say focusing on other people. I remember one of when I was in the midst of one of these episodes where I was really down on myself, I decided to do something for somebody else and getting out of my own head and focusing on doing something of service to someone else elevated my mood. I felt so much better. So that's another thing too that you can do to help you find a new purpose and passion in life is to be in service to someone else, whether it's volunteering somewhere or donating, again, donating your time or your energy to help someone else in whatever capacity. Maybe it's working for a nonprofit. Maybe it's just helping someone in your neighborhood, helping a family member. When you're in service to someone else, 
you're showing love to someone and that love then comes back to you. And that love is what helps you to be able to come up with your purpose. It really does. And this is a good time for me to talk about the daily word because this leads into, I was looking for something to share with you today that aligns with this. And I thought, okay, let me search the word purpose on the Unity website. And I found I found a wonderful one. It says divine purpose. And this is an oldie. <laughs> it was like, I was a little kid when this message came out. It was April 17th, 1967. And this is the affirmation. And I encourage you, I'm going to say it twice, because I encourage you, if you believe in affirmations or just take the time to go back in and listen to this and write it down or go to, go to unity.org and sign up for their daily word messages because they're awesome. I'll put that in the show notes too. Anyway, this affirmation I think is so good to, to say to yourself over and over again. So it is, I stand firm in the faith that there is a divine purpose for my life. So let me say that again. I stand firm in the faith that there is a divine purpose for my life. And the reading says, there is a divine purpose for my life. I may not be aware of what this purpose is. It may seem that my life is directionless and aimless, but I can discover what it is as I pray to be shown what God's will is for me. My life takes on direction and purpose as I consciously merge my personal will with the divine will, the universal will. Jesus told us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all the other things would be added. So I seek light. I seek understanding. I pray for the unfolding of God's goodwill and purpose in me and in my life. I do whatever is before me with willingness of spirit and to the best of my ability. I pray to be shown where and how I can contribute more to life. I give thanks that there is a creative intention that is to be unfolded through me. Today, I take steps toward the fulfillment of this goal by opening my entire being to God's will for me. And then the scripture reading, they always include one of these in the daily word. This is from Matthew 6, 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. The kingdom of God is within. Your purpose is within. I believe that we all came here with a purpose and a mission to fulfill. And sometimes it could be a mission for a whole lifetime. Sometimes it could be a mission for a day, for a week for a month, your, your purpose. And it can change. That's the beauty of it too, is that depending on what stage of life you're in, you may very well have a different purpose in your life and that's okay. And that's why I think a midlife crisis, I want to call it, Ooh, this just came to me. Thank you, God. 
a midlife opportunity. It's an opportunity for you to take stock of where you are, what you've been doing, and where you want to go. And if you don't like what's going on, make some changes because it's never too late to do something different with your life, to shake things up. Google success stories after 50, for instance, and you will find lists of people who became successful in whatever uh, their passion was late in life. And I'm, I know I'm drawing a blank right now, but I know one of them was J.K. Rowling. So the author of the, the Harry Potter series, I think she wrote her first book after age 40. And there's, there's lots of instances. So know that, yeah, midlife is an opportunity for you to try something new. And in fact, here's another way to, to help you find a new purpose and passion in your life besides going within, which I, I highly recommend, and beyond also being of service to people, is to also think about the things that you like to do when you were a kid and try some of those out. Maybe you love to color. They have adult coloring books now, so you could do that. Maybe you like to ride your bike. Well, get back up on that bike again and go ride. Maybe, I don't know, whatever it was, maybe you like to sing. So find some opportunities to sing. Play games. Call some friends over. Have a game night. Dig out those old board games that you used to play. But do something different. Think of, take up a new hobby. When you're in action, that's where new ideas come from. Being in action, it just gets your blood moving. It gets the brain cells firing, the, the synapses and your neurons are firing. And that's when you can come up with new ideas. Because if you are just sitting at home wallowing in misery, it's okay to do that for a little while. But you're shutting yourself off from source. You're shutting yourself off from that divine connection, those sparks of ideas that are going to come through you. And you will be able to much more easily find your passion and purpose when you are in action. The universe rewards action. It, I've seen it time and time again in my life. So do that. I encourage you today to go out and, and take action. And I'm also going to put in a a plug for, for me as well is that I encourage you, if you still are stuck in this way, to reach out to me. Go to engagewithgloria.com and schedule a call with me. And let's talk about it because sometimes it really does help to have someone else to bounce ideas off of or to vent even a little bit. I'm, I'm willing to be your, your vent. Uh, it's okay. And you may think that your idea is dumb. I know I've had ideas in the past where I thought, oh, this is, this is silly. And it most likely is not because it's just that ego part of yourself that doesn't want you to grow. 
our ego is nice. It does like to protect us, but sometimes it goes a little overboard on the protecting. So that's where having somebody else to talk to can help you to see that it very well may be a really excellent, excellent idea that you have come up with. And so I would love to be that encouragement for you. Now, before I end today's episode, I would love to share with you a message of love and light, a, a channeled message from the higher realms to help you perhaps to find some new clarity uh, around your passion and, and purpose. If this is something that you have been pondering lately and are would love some guidance, I my intention today is that the the message that comes through for you will be one that will help you in that regard. And as always, when I share these, this light language, I encourage you if you are somewhere doing something else, if you're multitasking, driving or something like that, come back, listen to this podcast later or the, watch the video later or somewhere where you can just be still and be able to just listen with an open heart. And yeah, that's that's all I got to say on that. So let's see what what my lovely angels, archangels, and amazing other higher realm beings have to say to help us today on finding that purpose and passion in life. Qualiato cani, kosher no kolepatia, eko yuto ta kikaliato, asha kotigiam na kayata, asa kariyon no koreabata, kikashata dea, on no kaliata kigashato koreabata, e kalyon no koreabasha kotokuata, Anakiata diatoriate, Haniano do coyate ha, Esalcadeano ati ha, que yo si, Anacoli ataki, Caseno yo tohu, Asayo no cua, Eco hu sayato sitae, Aniano cohu shati yate ho, Aco hoya no casi, O siano cariate, O soco yo toco ho, Ayo no cohe ha, E shoto casayo no cu. え、こやた。え、こよと、さんにゃのこやたや。あんにゃなこふやこへ。あすよのこやたえ。え、そこふやて。あそこやそふ。おかやとへかほほ。Thank you for being with us today. And and I'm saying us. <laughs> Yes, it's it's us with with the with all of the the divine guidance that has come through today. Uh, we appreciate it, and I appreciate it. And 
I encourage you to have faith. Mm, Yeah, have faith that whatever is going on in your life, this too shall pass. And whatever these challenges are, I, I had a wonderful guest on the podcast. Check out the episode with Susan Reese. It was just just recently, and she would ask, she encouraged us to ask, what is right about this that I'm not seeing? So when you are going through something where you're not sure about what your purpose or passion is, ask that question. What's right about this that I'm not seeing? What's right about the fact that maybe I don't have an idea? Maybe I am confused. And let that higher mind come through and give you some guidance. And and again, go within, be of service, and be in action. And when you do that, I guarantee you that you'll come up with a new purpose and passion in no time. And you'll look back on that time when things were frustrating, perhaps, or you were sad and stuck. And you'll be like, ah, wow. Good for me. I'm getting past that. Good for me. I did it. And always remember, you're not alone. We are all connected and God is with you. And with that, I'm going to call it a day for this episode. And I, in closing, encourage you to go out and live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. Did you know that a majority of entrepreneurs tend to discount the importance of their work? And a good number feel their success is simply due to luck. I know from personal experience that self-doubt can keep you from having the kind of life and business you desire. That's why I've created a free guide called Uniquely You, how to move from self-doubt to self-love in four simple steps. To claim your free guide, go to liveloveengage.gift. That's liveloveengage.gift.